unbelievable defense by Josh Okoge. Wolves cast, audio on demand. Drives his kick out pass, stolen by Covington. Robs off to the races, to the bucket, lay him good, and he drew a foul. Down the left side, the lane goes up on Towns. Towns blocked the shot. He goes up strong and rejects Anthony Davis. They are ecstatic over on the Wolves bench as Ryan Saunders has won his coaching debut. Welcome inside another episode of Wolves Cast here on the Timberwolves Radio Network. I am Cal Soderquist with you as always. We hope everyone enjoyed their holidays, got to spend some time with friends, family, and loved ones. We certainly did, and we are back rested and recharged with a jam-packed episode for you this week. Later on in the episode, we will head back to where it all began for head coach Ryan Saunders as a special court dedication took place earlier this week. We will also revisit some of the most memorable calls from Wolves Radio play-by-play voice Alan Horton's decorated career as he just recently celebrated a very special milestone, so you will not want to miss out on revisiting those. But first... We're shining the spotlight on some impressive play from Minnesota's youngsters. Just as the calendar year came to a close and over the first week and change of 2020, the Wolves have displayed renewed intensity on the defensive side of the basketball and have overall just played with improved hustle and energy. Much of that is thanks to some unlikely contributors, including Nas Reed, Keelan Martin, Jalen Noel, and Jordan McLaughlin. Those four players have recently spent plenty of time cycling back and forth between the NBA and Minnesota's G League affiliate, the Iowa Wolves. Injuries to several of Minnesota's veterans created more opportunity for playing time, and after a hard-fought loss last week to one of the NBA's better teams in the Milwaukee Bucks, head coach Ryan Saunders praised the effort of his G Leaguers. I liked that they just did things within you know what they what they were um, what we asked them to do and they stayed within roles and they didn't try to deviate from that um, you know the fact that Nas was out there guarding you know Giannis for, for a little bit too uh, you know these guys took the challenge um, so there are a lot of things a lot of positives rookie big man Nas Reed getting the mention there the former LSU product has looked quite comfortable alongside his NBA peers and he says just minutes after arriving from Iowa, He was greeted by Saunders, who encouraged him to let it fly as far as shot selection went. Reed says that went a long way in helping him quickly acclimate. Coming from Iowa an hour maybe before, um, you know, not wondering or not not knowing what what game plan is and things like that, for him to just tell me those things and just give me a boost of confidence. Another G-leaguer who has played with a boost of confidence is forward Keelan Martin, even entering the starting lineup for a few matchups as Andrew Wiggins battled illness. Martin says the Iowa Wolves have done a great job preparing them for these moments at the next level. I think it's just preparing us to get ready for for the big league. So um, just going out there, getting a lot of getting as many reps as possible, just trying to play the right way. And then once we get caught up here, um, just taking advantage of the opportunity. Now going back and forth from the NBA club to Iowa is a great way to rack up the frequent flyer miles, but it also meant plenty of game action, as sometimes the players found themselves playing three games in three nights. Martin, though, was making the most of it. I feel like it's AAU again. So um, you just got to get your rest and, you know, hydrate as possible, much as possible. Um, Been on a lot of flights, so uh, I just had to be prepared for, for this. You know, that's what I signed up for. Yeah, it's what he signed up for, but I'm not sure even he thought that he'd be making this sort of impact 
at this point in the season for the NBA squad. Some veteran teammates have taken notice of Martin and others' impact. Here's guard Shabazz Napier on role players stepping up in that recent Milwaukee loss. Sometimes you need uh, your role players to have confidence. Uh, so then when Cat and Wiggs uh, need a big shot from somebody and they, they pass it up, you know, G, you know, G's going to make the shot or, you know, Noah's going to make the shot or whoever he, they pass the ball to. It's, it's all about being able to have confidence in your teammates and your teammates exploring themselves on, in opportunities where they, when, you know, Cat and Wiggs are not playing, they're exploring who they are and, you know, they come up big. And like I said, like I thought Jalen played a terrific game. I thought, you know, I'd go down a list, but I, I thought we just did a great job of trying to um, make the best of our opportunities. Now here's to hoping the young Wolves continue to maximize their opportunity whenever they are called upon. Stay right here. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and celebrate a milestone for the voice of the Wolves. That is next on Wolves Cast on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Minnesota, the City's Edition MSP Original Single Game Ticket Packages are on sale now. Purchase one today and get game night tickets to see your Wolves sport the new City's Edition uniform. Plus, receive one of our Made in MSP 4 MSP retail items on the house. You could see the Rockets, the Celtics, the Magic, or the Knicks. All games include Wolves action and a unique retail item. Don't miss out on the chance to see primetime action while repping MSP. Visit Timberwolves.com MSP to see all four packages. Welcome back inside Wolves Cast. Cal Soderquist here with you still. And still to come, we will head back to Ohio for a very special ceremony that took place earlier this week. But first, we are celebrating a milestone. On Tuesday night, the Wolves, they were in Memphis battling the Grizzlies, and the game carried added significance because it officially marked broadcast number 1,000 for Wolves Radio play-by-play voice Alan Horton. He has been the radio voice of the Wolves for more than a decade now, and we thought the remarkable accomplishment served as the perfect occasion to revisit some of the more memorable calls from throughout those 1,000 broadcasts. If you're a fan of significant dunks, there were certainly plenty of those. Here's a drive by Brown off the Wiggins. Goes up for the dunk and just jammed it on Rudy Gobert! How about that finish by Wiggins for the second time tonight? He dunks it! on Gobert, 16-3, Timberwolves run, how do you like that? There's Ricky with a steal, Ricky leads the break, drops it back, Garnett up with the right hand, and the big ticket flushes it for two. Cats fired up, KG is fired up, oh the crowd loves it here. Wade weaves his way up into the front court, Tyus jumps in, knocks the ball away, Butler's now got it, lobs it up ahead, Tyus rises up and slams it with the right hand, his second career dunk in the NBA. Oh, the crowd is on their feet. Of course, Horton also called his fair share of buzzer beaters and game winners. Love wide open for a straightaway three, he got it at the buzzer, Kevin Love wins it for the Wolves. They'll get the last crack at it. Prince has the ball, down by one, looking the inbound. They get the down low to Towns, turn to the baseline, jump hook, he got it with 1.8 seconds left. No timeouts for Portland. Lillard looking to get it in. It goes off to Aminu, back to Lillard, three-quarter court shot, the buzzer, it's no good. Carl Anthony Towns have won it for Minnesota. Take that, Portland! Yeah, baby! They snap an eight-game losing streak here at the Moda Center. See where the Wolves turn. 111-110, Phoenix by one, Ricky with it up top. Looks to the right side and Wiggins. Wiggins against Tucker, puts it on the floor, got bumped, no call, rises up for the 18-footer and hits it at the buzzer! Andrew Wiggins wins it for the Wolves! 
He drained it from 18 feet out on the right side. He is mobbed at midcourt. Andrew Wiggins with a buzzer beater in Phoenix. Westbrook has scored 15 the last 18 for the Thunder. He takes the inbound from George. Dribbles to his left, turns out to Mello. A three ball on the way. Mello sticks it. A three for Carmelo Anthony. The Wolves don't have a timeout. They trail by one. 4.7 seconds left. Gibson struggling to get it in. Finds Wiggins. Andrew around a town screen. Inside of midcourt. Launches the three. At the buzzer. Banks it in. Andrew Wiggins has won it at the buzzer. A 35-footer from straight away gives the Wolves a 115-113 victory. Unbelievable. Shot clock is down to eight. Wiggins working against Bruno Caboclo. Wiggins with three to shoot. Dribbles to the top of the key, pulls up on the jumper, missed it badly. Towns with an offensive rebound. The fadeaway in the corner. He hit it at the buzzer. They'll review it, but I think it beat the buzzer. Carl Anthony Towns wins it for the Wolves in overtime. 99-97 off an offensive rebound, falling away in the corner in front of the Grizzly bench. And with 1,000 games officially under his belt, he has been on the mic for many of the franchise's biggest moments. Drops it for Love, three ball on the way, got it to go! Kevin Love with a 30-30 game here tonight. 31 points, 31 rebounds. Tyus, two-man game with Jones here. Now Gibson top of the key, back to Tyus, left wing Towns against Muscala. Towns will turn, fire the jumper on the way. He hits, and it's a three! It's a franchise record for Carl Anthony Towns. Trying to get rid of it, Millsap with it. He's got to fire a three. The horn sounds, it's over, it's over! Celebrate Wolves Nation for the first time since 2004. The Timberwolves are headed to the NBA playoffs. The 13-year drought is over. Wolves win 112 to 106 in overtime. Absolutely sensational. Truly just an incredible accomplishment for Allen, and I've personally been lucky enough to work alongside him for a decent chunk of those thousand games. It's been inspiring to witness firsthand the passion, preparation, and professionalism that go into each and every broadcast. Well done, Alan, and here is to many more. Stay tuned. We'll wrap up Wolvescast next on the Timberwolves Radio Network. College Night, presented by U.S. Bank, is back and better than ever. For select home games, college students can get upper-level tickets to see the action for just $10 with a valid.edu email address online. Visit Timberwolves.com college for more info. Welcome back inside the show. Final segment now. Earlier this week, the Wolves were in Cleveland for a matchup with the Cavs. You likely know the Wolves came away with a victory on Sunday night in Cleveland, but you may not be aware of what took place the night prior. Ryan Saunders, his family, and some Timberwolves staff, they were at Cuyahoga Heights High School for a court dedication. It was the high school of Ryan's father and legendary Timberwolves head coach, the late Flip Saunders. And on Saturday, the school officially named its basketball court after Flip. It was a special moment for Ryan and his family, even more so when unprompted and without tipping off their head coach in advance, the entire team joined their head coach at the ceremony, making for an unforgettable night. Um, I didn't know the players were coming. Cat got wind of it and kind of rallied those guys. And we, right as we were about to leave, they came out. And so it was pretty special. It was, it was good emotion to see. 
Ryan discussed his father's fond memories of the high school and city of Cleveland as a whole. He had so much love for Cleveland. I mean, it's Minnesota kind of adopted him, uh, you know, after playing at, at the University of Minnesota for the Gophers and, you know, them being with the Timberwolves and staying in the Midwest, um, you know, through the CBA. But Cleveland was his first love. He always talked about, you know, playing, uh, you know, at the park in Brooklyn Heights. I remember that park. Um, you know, he used to take me down there when I came to visit my grandfather and uh, grandmother. You know, we just had so many uh, good memories here. So uh, it feels special to come back here and, and uh, be able to coach, uh, you know, in, here in Cleveland. Now, as far as Flip's playing career at Cuyahoga Heights, he was a gifted player and talented scorer, but Ryan admits the stats, they could fluctuate. When they were talking about his statistics, his scoring average always ranged from 32 to 44, depending on the day, what he told me. And, <laughs> and they officially said that his scoring average was 32 points per game his senior year. But then I remember that he, he used to tell me that if there was a three-point line back then, he would have averaged 44. <laughs> Just a special moment for Ryan and his family. Very cool that Cat and the players able to attend and support their head coach. For more coverage of last weekend's event, you can head to Timberwolves.com. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Once again, a special congratulations to Alan Horton on game number 1,000. Thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week here on WolvesCast on the Timberwolves Radio Network.